Welcome to the Novel Universe with your hostesses, Ashley and Dawn. We rate and review the newest and most buzzworthy books. We are true book club girls who don't always agree, but do enjoy a good book discussion. I'm Ashley, the fantasy architect. And I'm Dawn, the criticizer of books. Grab your favorite beverage and come and enjoy our universe. And welcome back to the Novel Universe podcast with your host Dawn and Ashley. And today it is the end of 2022, so you know what that means. It means to talk about our worst books of the year. Pew 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 pew. Our poop books. Our poop books. Here we go. Everyone <laughs> loves to hear about those poop books. So we're going to do two lists. The first list is going to be the worst books that we read for the pod. And then our second list is going to be the worst books we read personally, because Ashley and I, believe it or not, do read different books outside of the pod. And sometimes they suck. And we're going to talk about them and tell you why you should not read them. All right. Ashley, are you ready for another five? Yep, so our number five book that we read as a podcast is Beyond the End of the World by Amy Kaufman and Megan Spooner, which is the second book in the Other Side of the Sky series. We really liked book one. Yeah, we did. There had a, there was a lot of different elements in um, just the story that were like, oh my gosh, like this is fantasy, it's young adult, science fiction, you know, there's a little bit of romance, there's some magic, you know, there's some LGBT, like, you know, little stuff going in there. And they were like, okay, cool, like, we're gonna give this a shot for book two. Um, And book two, honestly, was kind of a pooper. Mm -hmm. It really, like, it it was... mm, I, I personally gave this book a three, which is on the lower end for, for Ashley. When I read a book, I'm like, mm, there's some okay elements or whatever. But it was there for the main characters. I did not like how this book played out, like what the actual, you know, driving force of the story was. I did I thought that it could have been done better. It was set up as like this big overarching thing and it was like this is literally like just a freaking computer like that's running everything and this is why we have split worlds this is why there is a world above and a world below and I I don't know I just I felt like it could have been done better I wasn't too big on um you know Nim and what's his name's uh relationship which was North thank you Nim and North's relationship it just (sighs) The first book was really good. I mean, yeah. they're both from different worlds and whatever. And this one, it was just like, it kind of just went out the window. And I, I don't know. There's just some things missing, which really sucked because the first book was great. I think it was in our top five of the year yeah, last year. Yeah. So, yeah. The second book was, yeah. it did this thing where it was like, and then this happened. And, and then this happened. And then this happens. And then yeah. this big thing happens. And, this, and it was like no story in between. It was just a bunch of stuff happening. I personally don't like that. And I think it did that in book one, but it was a lot, it was a lot of really good character development in book one. So it wasn't too bad, but this one, it was just a lot of stuff and I was not here for it. Yeah. Yeah. But we do recommend book one, read book one. Book one is really good. It's different. If you're looking for a good young adult fantasy, that's a little different. I highly recommend book one, which is the other side of the sky. I believe that's the name of it. Mm All right, number four on the bottom of the pod is... Now, I just want to say that 
we read like 13 books this year and so we have to pick from 13. So it's not like when we say bottom of the pod, we're not giving these books like a one. It's just that maybe they got a three. It's just the bottom of our list of books that we read. So number four, with that being said, is The Maid by Nita Prose. This wasn't by any means a horrible book. It was just the bottom of our 13 that we read. So I think we gave it like a three and a half or a three or something like that. So it didn't get a terrible rating. It was just, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't as good as some of our other books that we read here on the pod. From what I remember from The Maid, it was a little underwhelming. Uh, Everyone was just like raving about this book. And I was just like, I watch a lot of true crime and I watch a lot of fake true crime, like fiction true crime. And this book could have easily been solved by one thing. And that was, it's not a spoiler. All the cops had to do was look at the security footage and problem, mystery solved. But they didn't do that, which is totally unrealistic. I could not get past that. I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, so like the reason why I had an issue with, with the maid is like, I didn't understand what was wrong with the main character until like the way end of the book. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she is struggling. Like, like she's she, autistic, I think. Yeah, she, she's autistic. Had no idea. So this whole time I'm reading this, I'm like, is she, you know, like, does she really not see it? Like how, why are you so worried about like making sure you're good at work? and whatever and like all this I mean like this book has been nominated as like Goodreads Choice Award nominee for best mystery and thriller I'm not I'm, shocked it's, <laughs> not shocked at all it's, no it's not it's definitely like a hallmark fluff mystery mm. so if you like that if you're if you're like that then like go by all means you probably will think it's a five but the whole entire time I, I had for, I was like what is wrong with this character <laughs> And again, we're missing the element of them looking at, at the crime scene tapes and like it's very obvious as to who did it. It's very obvious. Um, it's a cozy. Whatever. It's a cozy it's mystery. A cozy I had never read a cozy mystery before, so therefore I did not understand the genre. I get it now. It's unrealistic. <laughs> it is. I don't think I've ever read a cozy mystery before. Ooh. And I was like... And I haven't is- yet again because I don't like it. And I think I actually ended up doing this book like either a three or a three point five or something. It's do that. I'm like I cannot give it any higher. It's <laughs> like it's something that I would recommend to my grandmother to read. Yeah, because she'd find it like, ooh, what a thriller! Yeah. That is. <laughs> but yeah, it's not. It's not bad. It's not done well. It's not. <laughs> best thriller are you kidding me no this is no no it's not crime it's not suspenseful it's none of that just no but it is an easy read i will tell you that it is an easy read you'll finish it in one sitting so buckle in you'll be all right it's a cozy saturday read but it's not gonna be your best book so anyway All right, so our number three spot, we have The Iron Widow by, oh, shoot, I can't pronounce his name. I don't remember. Is it Jane? Let me look it up. Um, Whilst I'm looking this up, 
uh, we're not going to go too deep into these books because we did a full podcast on all of them. So if you want to hear our full pod, our full thoughts, go and listen to our full podcast. So I think it's Jiren J. Right? Yeah. Zero and J Shao. I know that part. Um, okay. I yeah. butchered all of these names so you can hear Don laugh at me the whole entire time in this podcast that we did on this because I butchered every single name. And you know what? I apologize. It's not my first time to read it. I don't. Um, but this book is a fantasy YA science fiction. Um, it kind of touches in a bunch of different areas, but this whole thing is like these boys are paired with girls to help pilot their like crystalline planes, okay? And so like the girls have a higher count. If you it reminds me of Star Wars, where it's like they check your midichlorian account or whatever to see how you know one with the force you are or whatever. It's very similar to that because like these boy pilots need the girls to pilot these things well the girls keep dying so they can't seem to find ones that are able to outlast the men or whatever um and our main character zetan is that how you say the tan i don't remember um you know she actually has like this higher count and she ends up killing the guy that she's like piloting with that's not a spoiler it's in the description it is it's in the description they don't know what to do with her because she's a girl okay um and there's just a lot of missed (laughs) moments where this book connects like first of all that first part sounds great awesome like let's see what it is but then like they accuse her of taking over the world and all this other stuff and She's finding other people that are similar to her, but they're all like hiding in the background because they're women and they don't want to say anything. And it's it's very weird. I did not like this yeah. book like at all. I think it, this book I gave you there two and a half to three because it was yeah, it was rough. It, was it, it lacked focus. It, it, she she had a good idea, and one of my yeah. complaints that I have with this trope is the trope of you are the main person is sent to kill another character yet they fall in love i fucking hate that trope and this book didn't do that it went against trope and i was like yes finally they're set out to kill him and can actually do but then there's like a uh some uh, I, I can't i'm not gonna say it because the spoiler but just know it's all over the place oh my god you finally at one point think you're zeroed in on the plot and then it goes to the left like way left so just out of nowhere it's just very disconjoined the story was just it, it started off real well like we were like oh, i'm here for it like let's do it and then just things just kept happening and i'm like there's no plot for this there's no reason for this like i don't understand what this is aiming towards and like you know someone's waking up from the dead that's supposed to be dead and like uh, it's just it's basically like World War Three is happening in outer space. Is the best way I can put it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we did not like this book, so this is why this is our number third, number three. All right, our number two is, and I did not look up this author's name. The Southern Book Club Guides to Slaying Vampires. What's the author's name? It's Grady Hendrix. Grady Hendrix. 
All right. I know a lot of people love this book. I I continue to see TikToks and book talks and of the and booktubes no. of the people who love this book, and I am just like I oh my god, I don't understand why. So here is my issue with this book. So I am black, and this book is incredibly problematic to black people. Let me say it again, white people. This book is very problematic to black people because it is talking about some very serious topics in the black community, which is police brutality, which is a minor one, but still racism and the abuse and exploitation of black children. And this author is not doing a good job of it because A, they are not black, so it's not on voices and B, they're not like a historical they're not a like professor of history of African-American studies or anything like that. Uh, nothing. Mm-hmm. He's just, I feel like it was being used to uh, advance a plot. You're just using serious topics in the black community for shock value and to advance a plot. And also I had an issue because as a woman, I felt like it was pandering to women this is a man writing about women's issues and it's very surface level and I just did not like anything about it. Right, right. So as someone who is, the other part of this podcast, who is white, these were also the same problems that I had because this is not okay. You're writing something that you have no context to that you can't you can't just throw it on there as a, as a touch point. It's not okay. It's completely discriminatory. It's rude it's gross like don't don't do it just don't do it because it that, like the women who are reading this book like we're seeing this, <laughs> this is happening um don and i had i had like two ratings for this book in particular and the reason why is because i have never read like a horror book before this is my first one absolutely if you like that like style of writing go for it you'll love it me uh, no i hated this book it gave me the heebie-jeebies. It was disgusting. I just didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Didn't like how, you know, this group of women that they're like trying to talk to their husbands about the fact that there's a, you know, a vampire in town and they're, and the husbands are like, well, let's just have them out for dinner. There's a vampire in town. It's okay. You know, show your Southern hospitality as he, you know, the vampire is like screwing people all over the place. You know, you're just going to talk, look, okay, cool, we're going to have them over for dinner. Let's, in, let's invite the murderer over, shall we? Okay. <laughs> no. I hated this book. <laughs> I hated this book so much just because I was creeped out. I was creeped out. I don't want to read anything else like it ever again. The gore didn't bother me. This, the gore is actually like, the, the best part of the book. I don't mind gore. I love horror. So the grossness of it... I don't like rodents. That was gross. But I mean, the grossness of it didn't bother me. So, you know, but if you do not like gross, then you're not going to like this book at all. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with the gore. The gore was like, you know, I can desensitize myself from that. It's more of the, the fact of like how we see, you know, the vampire preying on women is my like big thing where I'm like that part was disgusting to me like like oh you know so like no especially you know when they're like in the community um or whatever like with people being kidnapped and stuff like I just I I had a problem with that 
from just a moral standpoint. Like, that's not okay. Nor okay. is this. No, not okay. So, eh, no, terrible. Absolute terrible. This is why I spoke to. No, thank you. <laughs> right, are you ready one. for our book one? Drum roll, please. All right. Our worst book of the year is Book of Night by Holly Black. <laughs> and you know what I noticed? Holly Black usually runs Good Reach Choice Awards. Girl, this book wasn't even nominated. Can you believe it? It wasn't even nominated. Damn. I'm looking at it right now. You're right. It's not. It's not. Because I voted and it is not nominated. <sighs> no. Yeah, I had such a hard time with this book. Just, it's it's missing so many things. Like it's it's not it's not a good YA book. First of all, the it's writing adult. was flat. It's adult. The characters were dull, just dull. You can't remember. I can't even remember what this freaking book was about. It didn't have a plot. <laughs> it just didn't have a plot. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's just, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's all wrong. You know, you can't just introduce characters haphazardly. Like, why are they, why are they even here? Who cares about them? You know, add to the story. Let's talk about the magic a little bit, a little bit. Like, I'm not, I'm not a big Holly Black person. Like, I read The Cruel, no. the Cruel Prince, and it was not my cup of tea. No. So if you are a Holly Black lover, <laughs> I can't, I, I don't even know because it's like, it's every book I've read by her, I don't like at all. Oh. It just wasn't good. I feel vindicated because I have never been a Holly Black fan. I have read three books by her and each of them I am like, oh my God, I don't understand why people like this woman's writing. She's a lovely person because I met her in person, but her writing style fucking sucks and I cannot understand why people <laughs> like her books. And I feel like this is why folks, this is the true Holly Black. Her writing is terrible. Her character development is terrible. It is, she has great ideas, but her execution is horrible. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't like the Book of Night, guess what? I don't know why you like Cruel Prince because it's bad too. It's terrible. I'm sorry, it's bad. If, I, I guess there are some people who like bully porn. Okay, I fucking hate it. I, I, I hated everything about that book. That main character was terrible. She, it was a lot of tell, no show. This girl had no skills and all of a sudden she's the best spy in town. That is not a thing. And it was the same thing with Own Home Girl in this book. She is supposed yeah. to be the best uh, whatever in town. Uh, uh, okay, because she can pickpocket at the that. Starbucks. That does not make yeah. you a good pickpocket. Like, oh my God, it was just, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's so bad. Like she literally, it, it, <laughs> yeah, again, I have nothing else to say about it. But I, no. I, I did not like it, nor, no, it is far from my brain. Far. I don't know what it was about. All I know is it's a terrible person that was being told that she's an undercover cop, you know, because she can see shadows and manipulate them and whatever, because they have emotions and blah, blah, blah. That's it. Yeah. Done. And a story. No, thank you. And a whole poop ton of people that you put in that book. Whole poop ton. Do you see them? No. They're not there. So, worst book of the year. What is your worst, worst book, book of, of the year? year? I'd be curious to hear if you are a Hollyback lover or you're not. But All right. Definitely not so, podcast, um, so sorry. we are going to get right into our personal worst books of the year. And guess what Dawn's number five is? 
Book of Night was one of the the fifth worst book of the year. I'm not, I already talked about it. I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. I, I'm shocked that it's not number one, but tr there are four books that were worse than this, believe it or not. What about yeah, you, Ashley? So, um, so mine's on my list, but I'll tell you what my, what my worst one of the year was, which I'm really actually bummed out about this because this particular author, she writes fluffy books. So it's Sophie Cousin. She writes very fluffy books you'll see them all over the place and I picked up this book it's called just haven't met you yet and this book was so bad because you knew what the plot was you knew how it was gonna end and it took forever to get there and um let's just say Ashley actually didn't I didn't even finish the last like 70 pages because I just couldn't do it I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore so this is my number, number five, five book of the year. Yeah. All right. It was, I, I would not recommend. It's about a woman that's basically like, she's writing a love article about her parents and comes to find out it's not even true. She meets a guy on the island and hoping for her own like romance, whatever. Don't, don't even, it's not even, it's not even Hallmark worthy. It's not even Hallmark worthy. Wow. And that's coming from a lot from Ashley. I didn't know. Mm -mm. took way too long okay well my yeah. number four is the southern book club guide to slaying vampires we already talked about it so i'm not gonna talk about it anymore but that was number four for me mm -hmm. okay well my my number four for me which actually this is kind of like um a big bummer um is kingdom of flesh and fire by jennifer armentrout um i really felt that okay so like the first book absolutely amazing like i was totally there for her poppy and you know her whole story and everything like that but book two i just felt like poppy was starting to turn into this one noted character and the whole entire time, you know, Castell, her man, is, like, trying to bring her back or whatever. And it's just, I know this this series is very big, but book two kind of just sent it to where I I really struggled with, with Poppy as a character. And I just didn't see any growth and development for her, which was unfortunate because the first book was real good real good totally there for it um you know it's fantasy a new adult paranormal vampire um vampires again hello like totally excited for this but yeah that was my fourth one all right my Sorry. My number three is The Luminaries by Susan Dennard. Dennard. I don't know when this is published. It might be published already or it might be coming out later this month. But she wrote The Witch... What was the name of that series? Oh, the... Oh, yes. Hold on. Yes, I know who you're talking about because I think I've read them. Susan well, while she's looking for it, I'll explain what this book's about. So it's about these characters. This is YA and the Witchland. The Witchland. The Witchland. Yeah. What was yes. book one called? The book one was called um, Truth Witch. Truth Witch. Truth and Witch. She, yeah. You know, it goes to like Wind Witch, Blood Witch, yeah. all that. And she's also got that Something Strange and Deadly series yeah. she wrote yeah. as well. Okay, but but the Witchland is the popular series from her. 
But this yeah. one is a new series, New World, and it's about these teens who are part of the Luminaries, and the Luminaries guard the world from nightmares. So, like, uh, vampires, uh, werewolves, all this stuff. This book mm-hmm. was terrible. For one thing, it is written like it's for middle grade. It is for people who have never read a fantasy book in their life. It is horrible. Um, I did a whole, I did a, I did a review. I have a, a YouTube channel and I review books on that too. And my, my, one of the examples I give is in the book, for some reason, Susan Denard writes parts of her book in parentheses or she'll italicize, you know what I mean? When you'll be reading a book and then parts of it will be italicized or in parentheses. So she's she's in, in this part of the book, she's talking about these pair of twins and she's like, blah, blah, blah is talking, is saying that, oh, we're going to go down the block to blah, blah, blah. In parentheses, it'll say she was twirling her long braided hair. Like, that's not how you describe a character. You it, it was it's just the way it was written. It was like that's not how you do it. You would say, while while Cynthia was talking, she was twirling her braid around her finger. She's trying to let the reader know that this character is black because she has long coily braided hair. But you don't put that in parentheses. That's something that a middle grade writer would do. It was just very youthfully written. It was full of tropes. It was incredibly predictable. It had the bad boy who's misunderstood and the father who was kicked out of town because he's a traitor. You know, that's bullshit. You know, he was kicked out of town because he knew too much. You know, it's so like formulaic. It's just bad. If you haven't read it, don't read it. If you're excited about it, don't be excited about it. Read Truth Witch over again. Oh, seriously, 100%. I love that series, by the way. (laughs) Well, that one sounded awful. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> my next book that I just did not like this year. This was actually like, this. I think this was my first one of the year that I was just like, ooh, yuck. Um, I read Wicked Beauty by Katie Robert. Now, Katie Robert rewrites, she rewrites villainous stories where like our, you know, two main protagonists are not really going to get like a happily ever after and so she rewrites them for them to get a happily ever after her first one is like neon gods with Hades and Persephone the next one is with um oh, shoot, oh I forgot. so you read book three did ya didn't like it did ya I, did. I didn't like <laughs> I was I done like after book three. two dude I was done no book three is a retelling of Helen of Troy and or chocolate how do you say that i don't know one but i can't even say his name like correctly anyway um it's with you know helen troy achilles and protocolus or however you say his name it's a threesome these people are so flat helen is awful like she just it's just so bad it's so bad um you know they're all fighting to like become like uh, part of the main heart of Olympus blah 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 stuff I don't know I I the first one by Katie Robert I was already with this one I was like this pushing it now it's just just a, it's a lover's triangle that's all it is and I was done reading it I was not happy with it so yeah there it is all okay. right 
My number two is Hotel Magnifique by Emily J. Taylor. Oh, damn. And this is nominated for Good Year's Read Choice Awards. Don't don't vote for this. Don't vote for this. Don't read this. If, you, if you're one of those people who are like, ooh, I'm going to read what's on the Good Year's Choice Award, don't read this book. It is about this girl and her sister who is 15. This is YA. Her sister's 15. She's like 17. And her, their parents, it's this whole, it's this old story, uh, you know, her parents are gone somewhere and she has to take care of her sister and she needs to get back home because they were taken from home for some reason. And this magical, um, it's not a circus. Is it a circus? I don't know. It's this magical circus type place shows up very secretly every year. And if you can get in there, you can have a wish come true or you can get home or whatever. And so of course she gets in there and her sister, who's like a burlesque dancer at 15, and th there's this guy it's you know what it reminds me of caraval it is caraval oh. 2.0 whereas there's this mysterious guy and then the author does this weird thing of she's trying to get these two characters together the guy and the girl and she it's it's like she's trying really hard to get them alone so that they can breathe heavily as they look at each other it's that crap it's so bad it is the typical horrible ya do not read it it is terrible do not waste your time no. Oh no. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, my next book that I did not like this year is the Southerners Book Club. Book Club to Slaying Vampires. Awful. No, thank you. So don't. We've already talked about, about it. I'm out. See you later. <laughs> All right. My number one. Oh my god. Is Light Lark by Alex Astor. Oh my god. You heard about this book, right? I know you know no. about this. It's all over TikTok. How can you not? It's that Light Lark I... book. Do you know what I'm talking about? The cover? No, but I'm going to look it up right now. Girl, you, you'll you see the cover. You know what I'm talking about. Y'all out there listen to what I'm talking about. It is about, it's about that girl that was on TikTok and she was talking about her book all over TikTok and she got like a six-figure book deal based on her talking oh. about that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't read it. I haven't read but it. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. She got this huge yeah. book deal because of her promoting it on TikTok and she got a movie deal and all this. And it was this, this big thing that oh, she's like, she's like a TikTok plant and all this other bullshit. The book is bad. Uh -huh. It's terrible. It is all <laughs> over the place. It, it, it's, no. it was, it was, it was, it was described as the Hunger Games meets something else. I can't remember what the other thing was, but it is not the Hunger Games. I don't even know if I should say what this book is about. It's just, it's about this girl who has to save her world, has to save her people by entering this competition. Okay. But it's not about the competition. The competition has like really dumb challenges. And meanwhile, she's trying to find this heart so she can destroy it to like help her people. And it, it's it's got this like, oh, 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 it's Hunger Games meets a Kotar. Because I think it's yeah, supposed to be Lucian and Feyre. I think it's supposed to be that kind of relationship. It's so bad, Ashley. It's so bad. It's, oh my God, it's so bad. I want you to read it. Yes. I listened to it. I listened to it. I listened to it. On like two, like on like three speed. On three speed. Listen to it. I think it's on, um, 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 you know, the library. Libby. It's on Libby. Oh, it's, not okay. it's one of those books where it's so bad that you have to read it. So I'm going to recommend <laughs> it because it's so bad. 
It's so bad. It's okay, good. So it's so bad. It's good. Here it is. I got it. I got it. <laughs> we can talk about how bad it is uh, after my... you do it. <laughs> read a bad book. We're telling you to read a bad book so you can be on our team. Um, yeah, my number one worst book of the year was Book of Night by Holly Black. Again, like this book was so bad that I. <laughs> I have lost everything else that it was about, like, because it just doesn't matter. It just... <laughs> I knew the main character's name was Charlie. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds about right. That, that sounds about right. You know, there was, you know, shadow, shadow magic, shadows having power, coming back to life. I mean, the idea is cool. Like, the whole shadow, what she yeah. was trying to do with shadow magic was really interesting, innovative. Like, shadow can, like, become a whole person. Like, it, like leave... Right their host essentially the their human person and become a whole thing like how cool is that yeah they can attach themselves to other people they can become their own person you know like whatever like super cool right but it's like yeah no it's just so bad it's so bad so those are our worst books of 2022 what were your worst books of the year do you have any are you like us do you finish or actually are you like don gg nothing if it's so bad you're like, actually, you finish it hoping that it's going to be so good. And then Maybe. you read book two, hoping it gets better. Yeah, book two. <laughs> <laughs> so we're curious to hear what your thoughts are from this whole year. We really appreciate you guys and just following us along and hearing what we have to say. Those of you that do listen to us ramble and bamble about all of the books all over the place. So yep. we appreciate you. We will see you in 2023. Thanks for making 2022 great. And we will catch you in the next podcast. Goodbye.